stay up to date on the green and gold all off season. The green and gold fix podcast is brought to you by Potawatomi casino hotel, luxury stay, elite play unwind in sophisticated comfort, win big dine and experience the events in Milwaukee. Some players that are really disappointing between, uh, Amari and Smitty. Huh? This weird. This this year is going to be so weird. So weird. I Very agree. Weird. That's why when Roger said last week that there's no more uncertainty headed into this season than there has ever been in his career. There's no more. Not that there is more. There's no more. It's same. It's on par with every other season. I was like, okay, sure, whatever you say, big guy. Like, no, I disagree with that wholeheartedly. And everybody keeps trying to compare it to 2015. 2015 didn't roll out exactly as everybody wanted. No. I don't know why you're comparing it to a season where you fell short of your goals, but apparently that's supposed to bring everybody some uh, some comfort. Uh, 800-990-3776. Get us your ones and twos from the weekend. A number one certainly can be that David Bakhtiari was taken off the pup list, easing back into practice. That's good, as we hopefully will get that offensive line finally structured the way we want. Who did you say Ashton was the offensive line? You got that in front of you, or you want me to rattle it off? I believe it was uh, Josh Nyman, Josh Myers at center, Royce Newman on the outside, one side. Uh, missing two guys, though, that I can't think of off the top of my head because I don't have it in front of me. Uh, Runyon and Hanson. Yeah. <laughs> Runyon and Hanson. Three out of five is better than Gabe's performance <laughs> on the mound there, I got right? zero in order, though. <laughs> no, you did. You went from left to middle to right to back to... <laughs> but, I mean, if that's what they're it. rolling out, Against Minnesota. You don't feel great about it. <laughs> With the, the huge question mark, I don't even have a feel. I mean, everyone loves Dobbs. He's great. But Dobbs is not going to be starting at Z or X or whatever. I, I, I kind of want to see on Thursday what they're going to be rolling out week one for two or Ooh, three that's, series. Okay, so you'd like to see the number yeah. ones yeah. roll out on Thursday night against Kansas City. What do you think, Ashley? You want to see the ones roll out there? 100%. Like, I need to see at least, give me a quarter, give me two series of Rodgers with the with Dobbs out there, Samari Toure even catching some balls. Like, I need to see those guys running routes with Rodgers, not just getting yelled at in practice or chastised outside of practice. I need to see them actually in game action. You can try to convince me all you want, Aaron Rodgers, that the Saints practices were good enough for you. I don't feel comfortable like, at like, all, especially with the line. Like, like I get it. I get it Would if you had uh, Devontae and you don't want to play him just for sure. the fear of what happened to Jordy. But there isn't a receiver on this team that if they lost him, you'd go, oh, there goes the season. Right. Well, They're all I think the same the, guy. The point that you keep making, which I think is so valid, is there's not a receiver on this team who's going to require a double team. No. Right? If you're no. trying to defend against this team, who are you going, we really got to worry about that guy. Maybe yeah. Dobbs is starting to emerge as him. I don't want to get too far ahead of ourselves on Romeo Dobbs, by the way, okay? I saw some people this weekend talking about him maybe surpassing Chris Olave, okay? Uh, I'm going to take Chris Olave, the Buckeye yeah. who played at the high Division One level all day, every day right now from a trajectory standpoint over Romeo Dobbs. And that's not to say that the guy can't have some success. That's not to say that, oh, he can only reach so far because of where he went to school. I'm some saying Chris Olave right now is still several steps ahead of Romeo Dobbs. Don't forget that Dobbs has a drops problem. Okay? We Which love is, the big play. We yeah. love it. We love it. It's huge. It's great. It looks really good. But the guy has dropped some balls out there too. Okay? Which is understandable. He's a rookie. Hugely you know, He's going to make yes. some mistakes. But you have to understand that the package they're putting together for Thursday, <laughs> you know the game plan, is probably about 20% of what it's going to be for Minnesota, right? 
just extremely vanilla, nothing simple. And then you have to – that's why these rookies, it takes them so long in a season to settle in, you know? I just – I don't know. I want to see Watson out there. You think he's going to play? I, again, it's another, I'd love to see him play. He was at back at practice for the first time fully on, on Sunday. He warmed up with the team in his game jersey, which he said was a cool moment on Saturday. Like, he's going to be at practice this week. I – I feel like, again, I'd, I'd love to see him out there for one series. Just let me see what you look like running a route. I don't care if Rodgers throws you the ball. Just let me see you in the offense. See, and what I'm battling internally right now, Ashy, is that it's selfish for me to want to see those ones out there. Sure. I recognize, right, that that's kind of the motivating force here with me saying, hey, can you please get your ones out there? But I also think there might be an internal benefit for the team to get out there, get some momentum, start clicking, get some rhythm, make it happen, you know, and be able to do it under the lights against another defense. I don't know what Kansas City is planning on rolling out there. I don't know if they've announced that they're going to have their ones out there and they can actually go up against a number one defense for at least some series. But I think it's worth a poll question. I think it's worth knowing what our loyal listeners are into and if they're interested in seeing the ones out there for an extended period of time or maybe even a short period of time. So let's do this. Do you want to see Rodgers and the ones out there on Thursday night against the Kansas City Chiefs? Let's let's give the options as no, not at all. Keep them on the bench. I don't want anybody to get hurt. One series, one quarter, one half. How's that? We assume they're not going to play the whole game. That's, no. that's asking Nor way too much. I want much. them to. Yeah. I, um, I like that first series, first quarter, first half. And I, I would take first quarter all the way. G- give me one quarter, which is hopefully two series. And even, with even, even with Yash at left tackle. Yeah, I, I, I got to see it. I, I got to uh, see the full. As many of the ones you can get out there, I think I got to see so it So we're once. all in agreement, though, that you're not seeing Bakhtiari and you're not seeing Elton Jenkins no. out there on the line. Yeah. And maybe not even in week one of the regular season. Do you think they're a package deal? There's a part of me that wonders if, like, because Elton Jenkins theoretically is on the faster track. He should be out there before Bakhtiari just based on when they came off pup, etc. But I can't help but wonder if they don't want to stick with this line, this makeshift line that they have, get these guys as many reps together as possible, chew, and then replace that, replace the Elton Jenkins, replace the Bakhtiari, and then like this is the team we're going with. Uh, Yeah, I don't know if they're a package deal. I mean, Jenkins is still 10 months removed from his ACL surgery, and then Bakhtiari's had three in the last year. Three, throw year three, and a half. Three so you th- so you're saying maybe Jenkins isn't ahead of Bakhtiari, or do you think he is? Like again, it's, it's different for big guys because big guys obviously they carry more weight and stuff like that. The 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 smaller guys, the receivers, they're they're typically back from it quicker, just because they're you know more athletic. There's not as much pounding. I'm I just be. It's amazing how far the ACL injury has come because when I played, that used to be a two year injury. You know, you get back. Maybe 14 months after, but you're not yourself until two years. That's really not the case anymore. I I, I just don't. Are they going to play Thursday? No. But are they going to be ready? I can't believe there isn't more guys saying, hey, I want to play three series. You know, this is the last game, last preseason game, a tune-up for the regular season. I would want to play half the game. Well, Matt LaFleur is tempering expectations for David Bakhtiari. He was basically saying there's no thought as far as week one right now. It's more of we want to see how he responds and how he and when he's ready. Let's listen to David Bakhtiari, who also talked this weekend after he's pulled off a pup. Hi, extremely high. Uh, I mean, I hold myself to a very high standard, and there's a lot of ambitious things that I want to do. <laughs> I mean, even last year, 
same same thing. And I think right now for me, it's just managing those expectations and uh, focusing on the now and winning the now and then let the bigger, I take care of the little things, let the bigger picture sort itself out. Do you think that was before or after Aaron Rodgers threw the socks at him? When he was at his locker talking, you guys see that video? Rodgers threw a ball up pair of socks, dirty socks over at Bakhtiari. And then he called him a little B word that Chewy has said on this program, but you're not supposed to. Uh, You can. And you can. (laughs) You you can and you can't, which means don't. Um, But are we expecting Bakhtiari to be the all pro that he has been early in his career? I don't think you are. (laughs) I I mean, three surgeries. Three surgeries in a year? And they still don't even know if it's figured out yet. But here's the thing, Chu. Even when he gets out on the field, it's not like the end of the story, right? Like, no. think about the nervousness and the anxiety that he's going to have that first game out there. Yeah, it's, there's going to be a little bit of a, uh, I think we should be tempering expectations because I think he is going to be a fraction, eh, fraction percentage, right? Like you were talking 80%. Maybe he's back and he's 80% out there first Which game of the I season. Would, I would take him at 80%. Probably over the next over guy. Yash. Yeah. But it could be very weird. You could have Bakhtiari, Jenkins, and Tunyon starting, or you might not have any of them. There's just so many, so many questions here. Who's the starting tight end if Tunyon's not ready to go? Mercedes. <laughs> Tunyon was out there running right. He was running routes and and catching passes from Aaron Rodgers this weekend. I saw but, that but on social as well. The big thing for him is to get around bodies and feel comfortable with that knee. Because when you come back from an injury, that's the weirdest thing. It's like, ooh, I don't like anyone around my knee. It's a mental thing, and that's one of the big things you have to get over for all these guys. It's a, it's a little different with Bakhtiari and Jenkins because they're, they're removed. But, I mean, so many of the tight ends' routes are in the middle of the field, and you're, you're blocking uh, uh, middle linebackers. There's just you you got to get over it mentally, the block you have in there, and be able to trust uh, trust that knee. So. I don't know. I don't know what the heck's going to happen. Jason's with me. This is going to be an interesting year, and we'll just have to see how this thing plays out. But I would like to see some of the ones starting on uh, on Thursday. I don't need Rodgers. Really? I don't need Rodgers. No. If he doesn't want to play, don't make him play. Throw love out there, but get the ones, and, and let's just uh, knock a little bit of the rust off. Okay.